Coming up on TMS, skating around the big whale turd. It was fart. It was a fart. I don't like to tweeze. Bob and Barry Ann. Yeeting a nug into space. The USS Toblerone. The country was a supermarket. Chicken nugget proves Earth is not flat. American healthcare Google Stadia. One DeLorean to pick them all. No hobo shoving allowed. jug a dog nosed pizza. <laughs> Tugging on the body floss. Scotty failed his ancient technology class. Yeah, he did. Going back to work with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Waterman's pens, every one a man. Master writing instrument, and Waterman's ink, the ink that goes up to three times as far as ordinary inks, are proud to present gangbusters in its relentless war upon this crime wave. Radiation has made me an enemy of civilization. The Morning Stream. Shoving hobos and sucking the cheese since 2011. Surely Scott Fletcher says that in jest. I've never shoved a hobo in my entire life. Not once. Shoving hobos. Have you ever shoved a hobo even by accident that you're aware Gosh, no. Okay. Heck no. Me neither. I just don't think it's a problem. I think it's a it's a it's an exaggeration that Brian and I have anything to do with hobo shoving. So yeah, please. it feels like feels like that song by Hobo Slumpin' Slow Bo Babe. Get up, get up. Oh, that? That I used group? to love that. <clears throat> yeah. I used to love hearing uh, that. Uh, I don't know. God, what were they called? Jump, jump up and down, van. I gotta look it up. I've got it in my library. Dot uh, com. I don't even know the name of the song. I think it's called Hobo Humping Slowbo Babe. <laughs> good, good. Yes. I'm glad we found this out. <laughs> That's it is awesome. it's by Whale. Yes, from okay. their 1995 album We Care. At the whale is the band? Whale? Whale. Okay. Whale, as in W-H-A-L-E, as in Jonah, as in Moby Dick, as in is Jabberjaws. Nope, that was a shark. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like Floating Candy Bar in Space, Star Trek for the Quest for Home, or whatever it is. <laughs> sure, yes. How's, what's the name Flo- of that movie? Floating, floating Candy Bar in Space. Wait, what? what uh... Do you not remember that? So, like, the whole thing with that fourth Star Trek movie was... Yeah. That the whales. To, oh, the the big spaceship that looked like a Toblerone that was attacking the Earth. Yeah, it's just a big freaking candy bar out there, just going brrrr, and the whales. Right, all I remember went, the whales, and I remember they had to. They apparently discovered a new part of the Enterprise that all of a sudden could hold a bunch of whales and water and stuff if they needed to. Yeah, that was convenient. Actually, wait, didn't yeah. Scotty have to build that on the fly? Because he was like, we need aluminum he did, he to, glass. Oh, we're or... going to have to clean out the captain's cargo area. <laughs> oh. It features one of my least favorite scenes in Star Trek. It's right up there with uh, Black Widow saying. Uh, oh, you are not going to say Scotty talking to the Mac computer mouse. Yeah, I hate it. It's your least favorite. Oh, no. I hate it. Do you know why I hate it? Let me tell you why I hate it. I hate it because... It's not even that bad of a joke. My biggest problem with it is the continuity issue I have. So okay. Scotty is an engineer of the highest order. And sure. in Star Trek, that implies like a deep education, not just in what's current, but what came before. And oh, oh. The, 
they're the different like quarters on the ship always have like you know how Picard had like ancient uh cool stuff on the walls all the time sure, Kirk like, had uh, old boats and ships and stuff from like the 1700s navigational and, equipment and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's, you're telling me that Scotty has no idea what a computer mouse was in the 19th century give me a I freaking would say break. you know okay let's 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 uh, look at a more realistic or more real world example and I think we have to go with somebody maybe a little bit younger than Nick. Okay. We'll and it would have what... to be some, you know, like some, some chat room person or, or some <laughs> kid that we know. Okay. You put them in front of a rotary telephone. Okay. And all they're familiar with is wireless, wireless phones. Maybe, you know, they're familiar with the touch tone only because the, their smartphone simulates that grid of numbers that they have to push if it's a if it's a number that they don't have already in their in their system, sure. This you put a, them in front of a rotary. They're gonna like first thing they're gonna try and do is push inside each of those little circles to see if that's the if there are but if those are actually buttons behind that big plastic dial. I think. I so here's what I would say. You're correct. Your average 18 year old probably doesn't get it. Sure. They probably but, have I mean, no okay, idea. But but let that 18 year old grow up into being like a a. Uh, a telecommunications specialist, they're still probably not going to have like a class that says, here's what rotary phones look like and how they worked. I don't know, your man. Cl- your test will be on Friday. Be I sure to know. study for I it. I think that if you... He walked into a room, saw like a Mac there, saw yeah. this little thing tied to it with a cable sitting to its side on a little pad... No, I the just, best part uh, is he goes up. He goes up and he talks to the computer first. His computer, da da da. And then the guy says, "No, you have to use the mouse." And then he picks up the mouse like it's a microphone. That's the best. That's the best part. I hate it. All right. Okay. Hate you, it. right? You, yeah. you've got you know all this equipment, mixer, computer, microphone, all this stuff that sure. we use on a daily basis to make podcasts. Yeah. There's got to be some technology that we could go back to in the history of audio recording that you'd be like. Yeah, I don't know how that wax cylinder. Oh, I may not works. know how it worked exactly, but I know what it is. <laughs> I wouldn't go back to a wax cylinder and go, "What's that thing? I can is that a straw to suck my coffee through?" Like, yeah, hello, wax. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't. It's not necessarily that he would know everything there was to know about a mouse, but he would know that the mouse existed sure. as a point in time in computer tech. I just know it. <laughs> I just know it. So I, could, I don't know. I, it drives me every time I see it. It drives me crazy. I just can't handle it and it's unfortunate because there's not a lot of other things to like about that movie so yeah. that chops one out like what's left what's, uh, Wessel uh, Spock looking like some uh, some headband wearing hippie on the bus in uh, San Francisco with the guy with the boombox yeah. oh my god we need to watch this movie for film sack what are we waiting for I thought we did didn't we <laughs> I thought we did did we watch for I don't know if we watched for did we I don't know if we did now I can find out with the new hot tool, Quicksack. <laughs> Whoops, Quicksack.lee, which uh, is rad. Let's see, see here. J.C. Calhoun, Scotty's a mechanical engineer, not a computer scientist. It doesn't matter. I think there's. It is really divided in the chat room. Like some people are like, nope, Scott's right. Nope, Brian's right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little surprised how divided it is because I would. I, I thought I was on the right side of history here with this stuff. Maybe not. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Trek. How many? You know, oh, we've done so many Treks. Ma- mice in in uh, four centuries. Mice will just be kind of a blip on the radar of a, a method we used once to control our computers, just mm. like uh, those stupid little rubber erasers in the middle of my trackpad. Yeah, there you go. 
Yep, you're right. Uh, by the way, did a little check in here. Yes. Uh, did we do it? Did we, we do it for not. film set? No, we have not. Okay. We've Good. done five. We've done three. We've done yeah. the motion picture. We've done two. We did search for or, uh, uh, Wrath of Khan. I mean, we've really... Have we done Wrath of Khan? We've skated all around that big whale turd, and we haven't watched it yet, and I don't know what's the matter with us. All right. We did do Wrath of Khan. So we've yeah. done everything except for <laughs> Undiscovered Country. Whoa. We haven't done Undiscovered Country or th- or four. Uh, the quest for whales. <laughs> the search for whales. <laughs> Whatever it's called. The voyage, the undiscovered voyage to find whales. Yeah, where we go find the whales and we make dumb yeah. cracks about mice as if we're Is that really So real, really, we've seen, of all the, the TOS group Star Trek movies, we've seen them all except for four, right? Four in Undiscovered Country 6. We haven't seen that. I thought we did see uh, We also no. haven't done Generations, which is... Yeah, Generations is kind of a paffy-haffy thing, but yeah. still. I mean, but it's... Yeah. Six, six we definitely haven't done. That's the one where Christopher Plummer plays a Klingon lawyer. And, uh... <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> I implore you, you're without honor. He's got what looks like a metal patch on one eye. And, uh... That's right. Klang? No. Kang, I think. Kang. Kang, I think yeah. Kang, maybe Clang. And then Something Worf like shows up, or uh, Michael Dorn shows up as Worf's grandson. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, Worf's grandpa. Oh, yeah. he would be. says he's a general, not a not a lawyer. A lot oh, of I people are correct him that he's not a lawyer, which is a bummer because my whole my whole <laughs> Atticus Finch routine is, is out the window now, unfortunately. All right, I got that wrong too. Um, but he he uh, but but Worf's in there, and Worf's or sorry, Worf's grandpa in there is a lawyer. And he's defending. I think he's the defendant for oh, right. Kirk and them. Yes. Um, and I, for whatever reason, even if he's a general, pretty sure Kang was representing the prosecution, though, because he got up in the trial and was talking. Mm-hmm. So I don't think witness. we're crazy. Yeah, he prosecutes the case. There you go. Call See? your first law witness. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like six, if I'm honest. I think six well, is all right. I think we need to watch it and see how well it holds up. So yeah. four and six. Four we and six. To, uh... Yep. We're on the evens, everybody. Evens. All right. A uh, couple of quick things. Uh, Kim yeah. made me mad yesterday, and I want to find out if you guys think this is worthy of my anger. All right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. It's a small thing. i already taken Kim's side, but go ahead. <laughs> You've come into this fight knowing who you're going to yeah, back. I've already got, I've already got the dog in this fight. It's like a presidential it's, uh, debate. It's like, go ahead and have your debate. I kind of know who I'm voting for, but go ahead and have your debate. It's curled up in Kim's lap, but yeah. but oh, let's go. Let's let me hear your side anyway. Sure. So here's how it went, and it's so petty. But um, Bob and Barry Ann, Barry Ann, Bob and Barry Ann, Barry and and Bobby Ann, folks. <laughs> Wow, I think they're taking there. I think they're taking it back. Bob and Barry Ann. Bob and Barry Ann. Bob and Barry Ann. Here on <laughs> Gilligan's Island. <laughs> it's better and than and the rest. Anyway, it is better. Yes. They were really really nice to send some pizzas again. Yes. From Jiganarkado Lalo's. Lou Malnati's. Lou Malnati's in Chicago. Lou Malnati's. There you go. Uh, just amazing pizza. I love yeah. them. To me, they're not even pizza. They're something on their own. They're just like this amazing. That's right. They're thing. lasagna with a crust, basically. They're so good. We, oh my gosh. We almost uh, if the, if it would have arrived if it would have arrived earlier, it would have been dinner last night because we were on the fence about going to trivia. Mm. We were trying to decide. Um, 
we were in the process. So we had invited a few people, hadn't heard back from any of them. We're like, all right, well, we're just going to stay home. Let's just have one of the pizzas because I see UPS is delivering Taste of Colorado or Taste of Chicago Lou Malnati's at some point tonight. So let's uh, let's have that. Yeah, that and sounds good. As we were waiting for the pizzas, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's still not going to show up. And I'm looking on the UPS thing. Your your package is 20 stops away or something like like that all right well let's just order something in we'll get um the greek place order some greek food and uh and just as we're in the doordash app getting ready to order my uncle calls and says oh let's go to trivia i'm up for it like (laughs) all right well we're going to trivia so pizza's off the table greek is off the table let's go get some uh trivia's on the table good let's go do some trivia well so ours got here and Mm -hmm. kim made it and she did a cheese you guys had one last night yeah so we had a cheese one and we had a um and we cooked the other, the, the sausage one, the one with the sausage disc <laughs> The sausage it. disc, yeah. yes. It was great. Amazing as yes. always. That's that's actually the thing that um, it's in Voyager. Speaking of uh, Star Trek, that uh, sausage disc is uh, mounted on the wall in Voyager so that uh, um, <laughs> other countries can put that on a turntable, listen to it, and hear prime numbers. It's great. <laughs> wow. That's actually yeah. a very deep cut into Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really deep reference go you go watch voyager you'll get it you'll get it go watch uh cosmos uh go watch voyager yeah. go watch yeah yeah you'll get it um so anyways it was great no problems up to this point everything's sure. wonderful and, we're, and all i can think of is man barry and bobby ann they're the best and this food's amazing and we're this is great but we didn't eat all of it obviously we ate and the cheese one we make is carter's here and she doesn't eat mm. meat so so we had the cheese one made, and we had one of those other ones made. And then when it was all said and done, if you put it back together to then fridge it up so I'm going to have it tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, there's about, you know, I don't know, 80% of a full pizza available. A, right. A combination. The combined of the, two, the yeah. two remaining pizzas make an 80% pizza. Yes, and I was so excited. I'm like, that's going in the fridge. Uh-huh. That'll uh-huh. be lunch tomorrow. I cannot wait for this. I'm so excited for this. I love it. I'd eat it all now if I could, but that's a bad idea. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be a... <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> Next day comes, open the fridge. That'd be yesterday, I guess. <clears throat> no pizza in there. It's gone. Oh, no. Like, not even the container. It's not like there's less. It's just poof, gone. And I knew yeah. right where it was. I paid attention to where, what zone it was in. You know, was ready to get it. <laughs> you saw it go into the fridge. Yes. I saw it go into okay. the fridge. All and right. then, and also, I went, well, there's no way either of the two people I live with here at the house or the cat yeah. or the two dogs. It's not going to get up and eat 80%, like <laughs> 80% of a Lou Baldani's pizza in the middle of the night. Yeah, not, not at all. And so I check it. And I chuck and I look and I'm looking and I look in the trash. I'm like, maybe the trash has the little tin in there and, you know, I can get yeah. some evidence about what's happened here. Sure. Finally, sure. I find Kim. She's, she goes, what's, what's up? And I go, where, what has happened to the pizza? Where is the pizza? <laughs> and she says, Tell me, woman. She says, oh, well, since they sent us like three, I sent Nick home with, with uh, the leftovers because he was there doing laundry the night before. Aww. And I was doing a show, so I didn't know. Sure. And so she said, "Yeah, I, I let I had Nick take it home. He was hungry and he, you know, hadn't eaten all day or whatever, and, and whatever. So she's just being nice and you know shared it with Nick. <laughs> I yeah. got all mad. I was like, "What? <laughs> you can't take this pizza away from me! Like I had all these plans for this. Like, Why did you out. check with me?" Yeah. And she looks uh, at me and just shaking her hand. She goes, "You are a freaking child," and walked away from me. I said, "All right." <laughs> 
<laughs> I was gonna guess that like there was a neighbor who uh, had fallen on some hard times and couldn't afford to grab some groceries, and Kim ran the the extra pizza down to them. It was kind of a similar situation, though. I mean, it's Nick. It's He's selling Nick. boots. He's living in an apartment. Yeah, it's a, but you're supposed to do it. Uh, he has a, yeah. he has a big uh, promotion interview today. I'm pretty excited for oh, him. Oh, cool! I he, hope uh... he may manage this whole location, which is like a big deal for just wow. this twenty year old awesome. punk who's you know came in there fresh, but. Anyway, good luck, Nick. But here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of neighbors, we have new neighbors. The The neighbors next door moved out for a year. It's this nice couple. Okay. They moved out for a year to rent their house to help pay off their student loan. Oh. They both have student okay. loans. Sure. And this is how they're going to do it. So they got a year thing. This nice couple from Oklahoma just moved in. Uh, they were in Florida, then Oklahoma, and now here their company moves around a lot, I guess. So they have this, you know, sort of travel thing, and and they only need it for a year. They have two dogs, two boxer, houndy, boxery dogs. I don't know what they're called. Sure, sure. but I do know this: when one of them's been outside for what it deemed a little too long, it goes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's killing us. And my dogs are like, really? like as soon as they hear it, they lose their Oh, right. Mind. Well, yeah, your dogs already go off at the, you know, have like a, a daisy chain situation going on if a, a fire truck goes by where they just keep triggering themselves. Yeah, that may actually happen. And so yesterday on the show, I didn't make mention of it because we were talking to Tom or something, but they did yeah. yesterday during the show. I could hear them going, so stupid. Oh no. So stupid. All right. Well, let's clear let's clear our taste palette and play something from a listener. Uh Sounds good. Pa- proud patron Jesse wrote in. Oh, Jesse. Awesome. Yeah. Jesse says, "Hey, uh, Scott, before I lay or before I laid my head down to rest tonight, uh, the, uh that I bless you in the tadpole with a gift." Before he does that, he Ooh. says, "I scrubbed through the Apple announcements today and captured all of Tim Cook's products. Oh, I have laced nice. them together for you and your TMS audience to enjoy. Hope you like it. See attached, proud patron Jesse. Okay, Jesse. Okay, all right. Let's see how this works. I'm gonna hit play. I haven't actually heard it yet, so I've saved it for all of us. Here we go. Hello and welcome back to Apple Park. I am so glad you could join us today. Just last month, we were here to introduce some great new products. So let's get started with an exciting new product for the home we know you're going to love. When we approach designing products for the home, we focus on three key attributes, and we design our products to work better together. Wow, what an amazing day. It means so much to us to create products that make a difference in people's lives. Products that make things simpler, easier, and more enjoyable. Products that make things simpler, easier, and more enjoyable. Oh, that's got some fantastic production. Plus, I like that he that he isolated the uh, context around the word products, where it almost seems like it's a seamless. Mm. All right, we're going to tell you about some products. Those were some great products. <laughs> <laughs> what a great day we've had! Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> So that was really good, Jesse. I love it. Awesome, He's, Jesse. You're encouraged to do that every time there's an announcement event and uh, get as many Tim Cook products as you can get out of his out of his face. We'd love that. That'd be great. Jesse, uh, send me an email with your mailing address. I'm going to send you something fun. Oh, look at that. Physical prize just for being cool. Just for being cool. I'm going to send you some products. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, Shoujo Beat. She's, she's just discovering where we got our products from. Yes, this is that's it. Where products come because you get to Tim Cook. I mean, we we blow it out of proportion, but it's still a very unique way of saying products. And 
He says it a lot, turns out. Because they have a yes. lot of those to sell and move and sell you. <laughs> a lot of products. A lot of products. One big circle to sell them in. Life is good. All right, Brian, tell That's me about right. uh, Coverville, which I missed yesterday terribly. So what's going on with it? Is it it's tonight? It's happening today. Oh. Uh, Van Halen tribute episode for Eddie Van Halen. Uh, uh, so covers, of course, of things like Hot for Teacher, Ain't Talking About Love, Jamie's Crying, Running with the Devil, mm-hmm. and, of course, Jump. The biggest oh, uh, hit by the band Van Halen. Yeah. Um, covers, uh, I mean, you're going to hear stuff from uh, the Gigolo Ants, the Bird and the Bee, of course, Lee Thompson, the Sea and the Sun, Aztec Camera, and even a cover by Van Halen themselves that uh, seems like an appropriate way to close the episode. All of this and more coming up today, twitch.tv slash Coverville, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, the only time zone that matters for the Van Halen cover story. And then after that... yeah. Tina and I are taking some scissors and some cleaning products. Oh, you're doing uh, that today then? So you're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, Tina's uh, <laughs> Tina's going to get on a uh, FaceTime call with uh, Aunt Barb, the yeah. nurse, Aunt Barb. Yeah. Going to walk you Aunt through Barb it, eh? Is going to walk us through. Basically, I mean, it's it's cut, tweeze, or maybe it's cut, 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 tweeze, 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 because I hope it's not cut, tweeze, cut, tweeze, cut, tweeze, because... Uh, you don't accidentally want to tweeze the one that you didn't cut. No, right? No, no, no. Yeah, um, keep that stuff straight. Yeah, but the but I'm not so. I don't know. I'm 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 most not concerned. Oh, MP nineteen seventy seven. So here's the deal. I cut my hand uh, trying to catch a steak knife. Really yeah. is really what it was. It was a long story. Two Mondays ago, listen to the episode. Yeah. So I uh, had three stitches in my hand currently have a lovely pink wrap because it's uh, breast cancer awareness month oh so look at you doing, the, doing a little pink uh pink wrap on there i thought it was more like uh you know when when um bruce willis first put wraps on his feet after the glass they were white <laughs> but by the end of that movie, <laughs> right these started out it started out white yes yeah, exactly yeah um, it's wondered, also the yeah. fact that we ran out of blue and red and tina grabbed the next one in the bag which was pink <laughs> and so uh Hey, well, what a what a lovely happenstance that worked out nice. Exactly. So, uh, anyway, so the thing I'm worried about mm. is not so much pain; it's the feeling of pulling a string through my hand, like it's yeah. like I'm flossing the inside of my body. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I mean, having done that, I don't like that sensation at all. It's weird. No. It's weird. It's tuggy. No, I'm, that's and, the part I'm kind of dreading. Yeah, the tugging. Yeah. I, uh, there's like a tug feeling. There's like a pull that's just not natural. It won't feel natural. There's nothing you do in your life that's supposed to feel like this. No, so exactly. I feel so for I you. Don't want, I don't want tugging. I don't want pulling. I don't want anything. <laughs> Brian, it's the last thing Brian said in Vegas before he, uh, before uh, shutdown, before we couldn't go there anymore. I don't want any tugging. <laughs> that's right. I don't want any pulling. Exactly. Just want, just want to watch. Going to have a little tug tonight. A little rub and tug. Uh, Claire says, could you not have had dissolvable stitches? Uh, it was not even offered to me as an option. I did ask. And he says, nope, these are not the kind that dissolve, so you'll need to get them taken out in two weeks. Usually those oh. only happen with certain kinds of stuff. Like, I yeah. think the more external things, they almost always do the removables. I don't know. That may not be true. I don't actually mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. When I did my foot, they were this kind you have. They, they had to take them oh, out. Oh, they were the pull ones? Uh-huh. And I think part of that was because they wanted to see it again. 
and make sure everything was okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Could be. Well, they're not going to see it. Nope. So, I oh mean, well. Unless you start bleeding profusely or something, you're going to, it's 100%. Yeah, I mean, I take, obviously, I take the wrap off and change the bandage daily, and it's, it's looking like it's healing. There's no weird redness around the whole thing that makes me think that it's infected. It still stings like an SOB every time, every time uh, it gets touched. It's not gangrenous, as they say. It's not gangrenous. There's no yellow dead skin around it or anything like that. Uh, so you know what's making this worse? Me picturing your hand and everything. Yeah. Kim's rewatching Deadwood, so I'm watching some of it with her. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I forgot about the whole sequence of episode episodes where Al Swearingen's going through the freaking kidney stone mess. Oh yeah. Good gosh, dude. The, the times before proper medical po- uh, options. Just what the frick were we doing back then? Like, how did anyone live past 30 in the freaking Old West? I just don't I know. know. I know. I guess most of them didn't. I guess everybody everybody started dying off around 40. <laughs> <but> <laughs> it's, that is much, just, yeah. If you think Ooh. you're going through some pain today, think about the the fake story of Al Swearingen getting his... Uh, Exactly. Getting his stones and the Kirk, out. And the Kirkus says, why not just go back to the doctor? Well, the problem is that uh, um, appointments are backed up to, you know, they're, they're more than two weeks out for non-emergency yeah. stuff. This would not be considered an emergency. Plus, I'd have a copay, and I don't want to pay a copay. Right. Do this for free. I'm cheap and lazy. Well, also, I just think this is practical. I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, it's and, and uh, both nurse... nurse uh, Nurse Liz and uh, Aunt Barb both say, "Oh yeah, you can do this yourself. It doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be uh, a big a big deal going we, to a doctor." Have we consulted Doctor Tolbert in this uh, regard at all? Have we? Uh, oh no, we haven't. We should. Uh, let's get a third. Let's get a third opinion in here. Yep, uh, Doctor Jerry Tolbert to a white <laughs> paging phone. We uh, we have a question for you there, bud. <laughs> I love Claire. Claire from the UK. This is great. Uh, dumb non-US person question. What is a copay? Oh, I know. Oh, right? Lord. Oh, if only. A scam is what it is, so enjoy. Welcome to the United States of American healthcare system. It's poop. It's poop. Copays are, are a freaking racket. Yeah, basically it's a it's a base amount that even if your insurance takes care of the rest of your, your uh, cost for the doctor visit, you still have a, a set amount that you still need to pay the doctor for the visit. Yeah, imagine going to a movie. And the ticket's 14 bucks, let's say. You're in a market uh-huh. where it's expensive. And they say, <laughs> sure. all right, that'll be $14. And then you say, okay, thanks. And then they say, well, hold on. You also need to you need to have your co- you need to pay copay. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's just an, it's an extra $10 on top of that. Well, why? Well, because right. just because just of cuz. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah. Ah, your car's under warranty, so this repair today is going to be uh, no charge. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Can I drop it off now? Yep, that'll be 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying no in the chat room. What, what what is it then? What's wrong? Well, I, yeah, it's not like paying extra on the movie ticket you're already paying for. It's like, <laughs> okay, fine. It's even worse then because it you, is you worse pay than that. for right, insurance exactly. so that you're insured against for- something. And then when that thing happens, the insurance should pay for it. Not the extra on top money too. Right. Exactly. If they are not dice tomato. You will not defend copays with me today. <laughs> it will not happen. I promise you. I know dice tomato is like you know. I kind of like copay. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> just based on I his, like it. Just based on his other reviews that we get on stuff. I like throwing them an extra thirty-five bucks. It's like a tip. Right. Great. <laughs> it ensures that they do a good job. <laughs> yeah. If that. Um, uh, all right. Well. Yes. Good luck with this. And you're not going to stream it or film it or you know everything is content, but you don't have to. You know. 
Are you going to not? Do yeah. That? I don't know. I mean, I could. Um, the problem is, uh, where do we do it? I guess we could do it here. Yeah, I'll think about it. Oh my gosh, I just I realized what I just realized the example I should have used for how copays work. Here it is. Okay. All right, let's hear it. Google Stadia streaming video game service. They okay. charge you 15 <laughs> Wait, Why don't you use an example of something that somebody actually has, Scott? <laughs> I know this is going to be hard to relate to. It's like Scotty <laughs> trying to figure out a mouse on a computer. So the Apple Jag or the Atari Jaguar. It's a great example. He'll, he'll stick with me. The what Virtual was, Boy. What was, uh, that, what was that Apple console they had for a hot five seconds? The Pippin. Pippin. The Apple Pippin. Oh my gosh, the freaking Pippin. Fool of a toque. Anyway, so uh, a new product we're going to be announcing today. <laughs> we're really excited about the Pippin. Pippin. So, anyways, here's how you do it. Stadia. You pay a monthly fee to have the right to play on Stadia. But then you there also you have to buy games on top of that. That is a freaking ripoff. It's like, here's what it's like. It's like paying for Disney Plus, right? I've got Disney Plus. I've got all this content that I can watch and stream. Oh, Mulan, there's a copay for Mulan? Right, exactly. And Icor <laughs> is saying more like paying for Netflix and also paying for each show you watch. No, that's exactly what I'm saying, Icor. Yeah, that's what yeah. Stadia makes you do. You don't get to just... You, you use the service, but then you have to buy a game on the service. Even if you own it somewhere else, you're just going to play it. I freaking hate it. I freaking hate it. <laughs> there you it. go. The American healthcare system is like Google Stadia. There you go. <laughs> That's why we can't have a proper conversation in uh, D.C. about this. They don't know the right comparison to make. They don't get know. in there. They don't know. Get in there, one of my dumb senators, and get it done. All right. Yeah. Okay, uh, good. Moving on. Let's do some news. You want to do news? Let's do news. Sure. All right, here you go. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. Your news has upset me greatly. It's time for us to do the news, and it's brought to you by... This segment is brought to you by the YouTube channel Movies with Jenna. That's all one word, by the way. I have always loved watching movies, says Jenna, going to the theater and watching them at home with friends. I get extremely into what I'm watching, so my friend suggested a YouTube channel because, well, I just can't help myself but to react. So be prepared, because I love to talk, yell... Get scared, throw blows. That's why I don't go see movies with Jenna. Uh, very furiously at the air, laugh, and sometimes even cry. Join me all month long in October as we celebrate Halloween with spooky movies and we begin the start of our fourth season. I'm just kidding. I will absolutely visit Movies with Jenna on YouTube and subscribe. That's right. You can get there even quicker with uh, tinyurl.com slash movies with Jenna oh, if you'd prefer. It's right there. Yes. Yeah, either way. Either way, get you there. Message to the host. So I'm not supposed to read that either. Nope. That's out. I took that out. See, <laughs> you did. I know. Yeah. So that I wouldn't stumble over it again. Yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> so funny. That it was even there. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's like reading next page when you're doing a movie script. Or, or yeah, or, you know, the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> Brad. Da -da 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 -da. Melissa. Da -da. Oh, I'm not supposed to read that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. All right. An engineer. Figured it uh -huh. out. Finally, we now have the world's first real-life, actual, functioning, retractable Star Wars lightsaber. Ooh. Now, I would argue this isn't a Star Wars lightsaber because that implies brand ownership. It's not. This was made independently by Canadian James Hobson. He is known as the Hacksmith. Sounds like somebody uh, uh, Bill would tell us about or something. Totally, yeah. Bill will be sending us this video uh, at some point, I'm sure. Yep. Says it has a following of 10 million subscribers on YouTube and works on tuning, or sorry, turning popular science fiction items into reality. 
Inspired by his love of Star Wars, he has previously made uh, various lightsabers, but wanted to produce the world's first retractable plasma-based version. So Look big, big deal. Thing. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. It's a little like a kind of kind of a Kylo Ren chaos kind of factor going on here. Yeah, like um, like sputtery. Yeah, yeah. which I'd, I have to admit, I like. That's one of the things I like about the the new Star Warses was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Star Warses. <laughs> Star Warses <laughs> was the fact that they made his his thing so gnarly, but. Um, here, let me pull this up so the chat can see it. Here you go, chat. Uh, By the way, he totally ripped off the Stark logo. I'm just saying. <laughs> what on his chest there? No, his his hacksmith industries in the bottom left corner. Oh, I missed that. It's the, it's the Stark Industries. Uh, oh, nice. That's actually yeah. I kind of I kind of respect that for dumb reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's part of the video. Let me because he hacked it, right? He hacked. Yeah, he the hacked Stark it. He's logo. a hacker. He's a hacker fellow. One of them. One of them hacker fellows. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna hit play. Oh my gosh, YouTube! Why are you being so dumb? All right, here it is. Look at that thing. Wait, no, that's a regular one. That's a fake. If one. you go, if you jump to 12 minutes, like about 12 and a half minutes, he's got the thing turned on and he's he's futzing with the colors and. Uh, all right, 12 and a half. Here we go. Let's go to 12. Oh, he has it all sectioned. That's cool. Oh my gosh, look at that. Yeah. How's that possible? Well, I guess you'd find out in the video. <laughs> and then he yeah. uses. Different- I mean, it's basically like a gas. It's almost like a um, like a gas burner kind of thing. Yeah, but it just stretches but it's out just so that far. long. Oh, that's really rad. So I assume at some point he gets this thing like in his hand. Oh yeah, here it is toward the end. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so badass. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like so much could go wrong, and he's not wearing nearly enough protective gear. No, I like also, that the backpack. He has to have the backpack though, because that's where all this gas is coming. Yeah, from. that's the thing. This is like early days of like video cameras. You had to carry around that thing with you. Yeah, oh, that's right. so cool! <laughs> Gosh dang it, that's so cool. Wow. All right. Anyway, he has this uh, custom backpack. Travels to the device in a long tube, making the build more akin to an early generation proto saber than the weapons oh, used uh, currently. Right through a door. Look at that. You got to start somewhere, though, man. Jeez. Right. We got to start yeah, somewhere. Absolutely. This Hobson's guy too looks like he benches like four fifty. <laughs> it's freaking ripped. Oh my gosh, really cool. Well, nice. anyway, all right. Go check that out. And uh, we just watched watch the origin story of our first supervillain. Yep. <laughs> he even has the look that's the smile and the beard and the Jesus hair. Yeah, he's trouble. Yeah. He's trouble. Never trust. And we all trust Canadians like innately now. We just think, oh, they're all nice up there in Canada. Right. There's nothing wrong with Maybe. them. They're Maybe. never going to do anything crazy. And now this guy will be the, they'll be the one. Oh, we're screwed. We're watching it happen. Jeez, it's unfolding before totally our screwed. eyes. Wake up, sheeple. Wake up. <laughs> uh, chicken nuggets in the news. Uh, sure. you, I don't know if you're a fan of the chicken nuggets, but uh, you might be a fan of this one. A chicken nugget was launched into space to celebrate Iceland's 50th anniversary. Oh, that totally makes sense. I see how one has to do with the other perfectly. <laughs> also, I guess I'm a little surprised. I don't have a lot of Icelandic knowledge, okay? So I'll admit that right up front sure. here. Here's the here's the here's how you keep he keep track. Iceland is green, Greenland is icy. That's all I remember from high from high school. And and Iceland has Bjork. Apparently. But apparently also Iceland has only been in, in existence as a entity for fifty years. Oh like, really? I didn't know that. 50 years. Yeah, that's, that what, they're, that's huh. what they're celebrating here. They're shooting this nugget into space to celebrate. Oh, correct. Okay, it's, in, it's in the actual news article that we're talking about here. Yeah. Yes. So 
It's an odd thing to do, though, um, celebrating your 50th anniversary with a nugget. So let's read on. Okay. Supermarket giant Iceland. What? Oh. Wait a minute. Are you sure it's the? Uh, are you sure it's just not a store called Iceland? It is a store called Iceland. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> it's not the country at all. Oh, I didn't. This was one I pulled on headline alone and didn't read the rest of it. I love oh. it. Yes, I, Iceland. Uh, oh my Settled gosh. in the ninth century. Uh, Commonwealth of uh, Legislature is formed in uh, year 930. I just should we just retire the show now and just say we're done? <laughs> By the way, I wonder if that supermarket's really green inside. <laughs> it's so stupid. All right, well here's here's the deal: supermarket giant Iceland, which I've never heard of. That's how little Iceland knowledge I have. I've never, never, now this starts to make sense. If this said of. Kroger, I would have gotten it. Okay, I would have gotten it. <laughs> Piggly. Where's the country Piggly Wiggly, Brian? Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, when I pull stories, I read the headline, read the 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 main text, and go, "Okay, this is perfect for the show." This is one where I went, "Chicken Nugget, Space, Iceland. Those guys are weird," and I just awesome. pulled it. Didn't even what think a about thing it. Thing to do. Yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Um, anyway, they're sending a nugget, a big chicken nugget, to space. The breaded snack took uh, under two hours to reach one hundred and ten thousand feet. Or is that? Wow. Yeah, I think that's right. That's 33,528 meters above the Earth. Uh, one of the retailer's most popular items, it was launched into the stratosphere temperatures of minus 60 Celsius. That's about 75 Fahrenheit or 76 minus Fahrenheit. Uh, from a location close to the company's office headquarters in D-Side, North Wales. So that's why I haven't heard of it. It's some freaking Wales-based. Right. It, it's, yeah, it's, a UK, uh, it's a UK frozen food uh frozen food not manufacturer like a, a supermarket basically specializing in frozen food okay. you know you we can almost see where this is going right yeah we saw gravity this thing is going to it's going to be in space it's going to get some uh, momentum some some trajectory mm -hmm. and then it's going to whip around the earth a bunch of times gain some speed and then go right through the iss yep you're right and george Clooney will go Wee! off into the nowhere <laughs> <laughs> save yourself sandra i'm out i'm out <laughs> <laughs> See you in Ocean's A. <laughs> I won't actually show up, but there'll be references to me. Bye. <laughs> I mean, he's she's his, his sister in that, right, or something like that. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I forget Cousin or sister or something. Yeah. Yeah. I actually kind of like that movie. He shows up as a photograph on her desk. I think. There you go. Nailed it. Hold on. Is it? I thought I heard a voice that wasn't yours. No. Nope. The leopard. I think it was a dog. Something barked or made a sound. Oh, sound like a dogs bird. have the voice of a dog. <laughs> Weird. Uh, all right, moving on to. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, let's see. Peak altitude. Uh, mm. uh, then headed back towards Earth at 200 miles per hour. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, then it had a parachute deploy around 62,000 feet to enable a safe landing for the Nugget. Um, let's see. Is there a picture of this? That nugget? thing could reach terminal velocity. Is there a photo on this link? There's a photo, there's a uh, a clip art photo of a chicken nugget hovering over the earth, but I'm guessing that's not it. Hmm. Do I have to accept your damn cookie policy, the Irish news? Oh, yeah. They... Oh, yes, you do. If you, want, if you want to read our content, you must accept our cookies. <laughs> if you want shit to do with what we're saying today, you'll have to accept it. Let it into this your life. A... Okay, this is actually 
I thought this was clip art. No, this is actually a real photo of the chicken nugget. That's the nugget? I think it is. I think it's uh, like they had a little camera, like a little GoPro attached to it. Is it a gigantic yes. nugget? Oh, oh no, dude, this is actually... Okay. Oh, wow. This video is actually great. Oh, look at this. It does not... How is the... Uh, <laughs> it looks like three fishing lines. Yeah. Two fishing lines going through a... a, a drilled hole in a chicken nugget how is that thing being held by that yeah also look at that like you, look at the curvature of the earth flat earthers what do you think of that oh yeah whoa look at the shadows on this thing i mean it's, it looks cool, Wabbit magics you know. is fake is it fake <sighs> is it all been it feels, faked it feels like it could be right i mean it's it there's no way that uh that fishing lines would be able to support this thing when the when the speed is going so high the thing would uh, there'd be so much friction on that chicken nugget the the fishing line would cut right through it also it's hanging like it's got look how it moves it's oh, hanging like i don't gravity. know now i'm looking now i'm looking at the at it going back uh, to earth i don't know it might be real i don't know what to think Dang it. yeah everything is fake you're right everything in the world is fake you're right you should say that should be our default uh -oh. stance however it says no speed it's on weather balloons so really just hoisted slowly up into the atmosphere gotcha okay. yeah they didn't rocket it up there or anything took two hours there you go two hours to get as you said when you read it earlier read on air light that it uh <laughs> took two hours to reach one hundred and ten thousand feet <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like that's I was paying real. attention to the nugget. I was thinking I was focused on the nugget, Scott. I'm I wasn't good. focused on the time. Or Look, the, the, that nugget is hard to not focus on. I get it. Look at that thing. I'd yeah. eat it right now. I'd eat that nugget now. Yeah. That looks like a good nugget. These aren't bad nuggets. Probably These got aren't cooked on reentry. <laughs> <laughs> if I've learned anything from all the space movies I've seen, it's going to be a nice crispy cooked nugget by the time it's <laughs> That's right. Exactly. By the time it slash, splashes down in the ocean. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, moving on to this story. We got a man who farted. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Man who farted in an Uber ends up in court. Well, let's double check this. Let's not make sure it's an actual Uber, the car, and not Uber, the small German village. <laughs> this one I this one I did read. I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> I think we're okay with this one. Uh, breaking right, wind in the back of an Uber taxi cost a man uh, a suspended jail term. Jeez. That makes, I don't like that line, though. That makes it sound like he had one and they took it away. Do you see what I'm saying? It cost him a suspended jail time. That's oh, like right, right, right. Exactly. It cost you We're the We're going to take away your, your jail term. Right. It's like, you, oh, you tripping on the ball cost you the championship. That doesn't mean you got the championship. <laughs> These guys have Your one. honor, it was silent but deadly. I implore you. I implore you. Uh, but the repercussion for the taxi driver was that he uh, has returned to his native Bulgaria. I went... Mm. <laughs> I went... <laughs> I was an Uber taxi driver till I farted real loud, and then they kicked me out. I don't know how they talk. <laughs> well, about no. Bulgaria. So the driver. Oh no, the reaper. So the. Oh, I, I need more details. All right, Scott, drunken. The driver has returned to Bulgaria. Was it the driver the one that farted, or well, was here, it the passenger? Well, here it is. Drunken James Mallet let rip as Alexander Bonchev was driving him to Chasers nightclub in Kingswood. Sounds like a strip club. Yeah. Chasers. Chasers. Kingswood. Mm. <laughs> uh, Bristol Crown Court heard it was the final straw for the cabbie who, after suffering abuse from fares, uh, from other fares, told Mallet to get out of his vehicle. The court heard when Mallet left his rain, uh, sorry, left, he rained blows on the driver. Oh, after well, he, there's a lot more going on. After the driver or the other guy blew rains on him. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, was knocked down. Uh, or see, who knocked down Mallet in self-defense? Who's Mallet? Mallet's okay. He's the farter. Okay. Mallet, thirty-five of uh, Kingswood, pled guilty to assault, occasioning actual harm. That's a weird thing. To, that's weird. The British man. Yeah. What are they doing? British. She's on November thirtieth last year. Looking for today's top stories in one place. Oh, this is <laughs> the article. Good copy that. <laughs> Message to the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the recorder. Oh wait, that's let's see. Okay, they handed him six months in jail, suspended for eighteen months, and ordered him to pay five hundred pounds compensation to the one hundred and twenty hours paid work. Uh, she mm. told Mallet, "Quote: Mr. Bonchev sustained a broken finger. He was unable to work, lost his job with Uber, lost his accommodation, and lost his car." All because he was doing his job that evening, she says. Right. So he, so the guy farted, but really it was more the uh, the attack. Yeah. Uh, That's what did it. Burying your head. Get out of my in. vehicle, farter. <laughs> I'm assuming he sounds like uh, 70s era Sean Connery. Well, he's Bulgarian, so I don't know what that accent is. Right. How would you? Call, what, Sean how would you Connery do? could do a Bulgarian accent. Could he? It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. You know, the Eastern European. Uh, Get out of my car, you farter! <laughs> you farted! Now you say, get out of my cars. That's what he <laughs> You ever lose your... <laughs> you ever lose your car, farch? Don't fart in my cars. Don't fart in my cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every day that goes by is a day that I'm, I'm worried to bring in here that Sean Connery is no longer with us. I know, I know. He's very old, and I'm worried about him. Didn't he just hit 90 or something? It's like 90. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty old. <laughs> by, my, by my count. <laughs> it's pretty old. It's pretty old. Seems like an he old. He did just turn 90 at the end of August, yeah. Okay. So just keep, you know, just take care of yourself. Keep whoever's on top of this. Just keep Mask running. up. If you're around Sean Connery, mask up. Watch your hands <clears> a lot. Exactly. Because uh, you're you're under the king's secret service or whatever. Right. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, my sure. sister... Wendy with an I will be here and uh, that's exciting because we haven't talked to her in a week and it'll be good to talk to her so we're going to do that in a bit when we come back after that though more stuff so stick around Brian will have a song here though in the meantime what are we playing I do I do as a matter of fact uh, let's uh, let's look at life through rosy colored glasses yes the band Rosy R-O-Z-Y from Houston made up of two sisters um zoe and molly zoe is lead vocals and guitar molly's on drums i've got a couple other guys with them that are playing uh bass and uh, all that stuff but but really the website doesn't really care much about those two <laughs> i'm just kidding um <laughs> but they picked up their f- first picked up guitars and drums in january of 2011 and went to like a rock and roll camp they were they were 10 and 11 years old picked up learned guitar and drums and uh and i'm realizing scott that I'm describing our end cover and not, not our the, Indian uh, in the Middle song. I see. Uh-huh. So that's a tease for later, folks. Cool. Let's talk about. <laughs> 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 uh, let's talk about Kenny Hoopla yeah. instead. Yeah. Kenny Hoopla. Jeez Louise. I think that the the uh, the the Iceland thing I think threw us, threw us both off. <laughs> How about Kenny Hoopla? Sure. Uh, Kenny Hoopla is uh, from New York, I believe. Sure. Yeah, I should have had all this in front of me before. <laughs> Born in Cleveland, currently based in Wisconsin. All right, Kenny Hoopla. 
Um, and big thanks, by the way, to Amanda Charney at Black Panda PR. It's never this bad, Amanda. I apologize mm, right now. But this is cool. This is really cool because it's like um, your your sparse instrumentation baseline and um, and some cool vocals target on my head. It's really, really cool. Here's the song Lost Cause by Kenny Hoopla. Hi. Cooperation with police and federal law enforcement departments throughout the United States. The only national program that brings you authentic police case histories. Stick a pin in his bum, eh? Up, down, up, down. This is the morning stream.
And we're back, everybody. Yeah. Very nice. I like that. That's something my that son cool, would right? listen to. Yeah, he loves that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, really Kenny mumble. Hoopla is the artist, all one word, Kenny Hoopla, yeah. and the song's called Lost Cause. Brand new single. Seems like uh, Hoopla's probably not his real last name, is it? It's probably probably not. I don't even know if Kenny's his real first name, really, honestly. Yeah, yeah. who who the hell knows, honestly. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to give Wendy a call, and she's showing offline, so that might be my cue to pause for a moment. Sorry, I was forgot uh, Discord wasn't open, so I just... Oh, it's like, I guess they're not calling. And then, no. <laughs> I figured it was something like that. No big deal. Days like that. Yeah. Yep. That's the life we live right now. That's where we are. It's what we're up to. And uh, it's good to have you here, though. It's my sister, Wendy, everybody. You know why? Because I know this. Everyone knows Wendy. She comes on the Thursdays. We do free <laughs> therapy for people who have questions. And we do it since 2011. My gosh. We've been at it for almost uh, 10 years. Can you believe it? What wow. are we going to do on our 10th anniversary if we make know. it that far? I don't know, man. I don't even know <laughs> if we make it that well, far. Well, I mean, we have a mashup that we've been uh, told is amazing that we're going to be listening to at some point. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You'll be in yeah. those, I'm sure. Those You're gonna I'm sure. I'm sure cat and chicken porn will make it into those. Oh, yeah. Cat and chicken porn everywhere you look, honestly. Um, honestly, that's so gross. Please no one make cat and chicken porn and in a visual form. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually want to see I real to actual cat and chicken porn. For yes. that. <laughs> I'm afraid to do it, so I won't. But if I searched for that, I'll bet something exists. Yeah, I don't. Oh, of course mm-hmm. it does. What is it? Yeah. Rule 34? What rule, is it? Rule tw- 42, I 42, thought. 42, rule 34. Oh, it'd be 42. 42's already taken. Yeah, 42's taken. Well, 34. it's not a rule. It's just the answer to life, the universe, and everything. So we can't use that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you lose track of what nerd things are the proper ones to use. Anyway, uh, so today we won't even try today instead we're going to read an email from a listener who hails from australia all the way down under you might be familiar wendy have you been to australia i can't remember no i want to though that's my dream that'd be a cool place to go Uh Uh, brian's been what like twice or at least once just once just once to australia twice to the uk there you go I can't remember Have you been to New Zealand? Because that's actually my real only name. only the airport in New Zealand. Oh. <laughs> we all want did to live there. Run? It was lovely. Did, did you did you run to find bag in while you had a layover? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Unfortunately, it was not in Terminal C. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Bill Duran. Oh, that's exactly what I went looking for, and I did not find it in Terminal C. <laughs> Bill Duran on the show. He's been there a couple times and toured yeah. like uh, all that for stuff. The, Weta, the yeah. whole Weta thing. Right? Yeah, I went down yeah. to the Bag End, saw all the all the Hobbit holes, and got to walk oh. around all that tour stuff and loved it. Oh my gosh, I would die. I know that's really cool. Uh, hey, so let's read this email. This is from C in Australia. I'm not going to use the real name because I don't know. Just don't want to. Because who knows if they really want me to says here, do you have any tips for anxiety from transitioning from working from home to going back to the office? Ooh, then we're now we're on the other side or not. We're on the other side, but we're we're looking at the other side of this whole conundrum we've all had, which is we can see the other side as a faint uh, glow in the horizon. Yeah. And some people are, you know, having to or or otherwise going back. Um, I can tell you right now, my son-in-law, Dylan, is working at an office every day. But the way it works right now is he's the only one in there. And they have to lock the doors. They can't have anyone walking in. So they have mm. these like strict rules about that. Um, sure. But it's still a thing where he's got to go, you know, commute to the office, get in there. That whole that whole process is back for him, as it probably is for a bunch of people. So he says, here's some background. I work in a densely packed office in Australia. Thankfully, we have COVID mostly under control here. 
and we are being directed to work uh, to return to the office because they believe the threat of an outbreak is low slash non-existent and the government pushed to get us out buying coffees and lunch to save businesses in our city centers. Uh, by the way, I talked to somebody from Australia yesterday on the Daily Tech News Show with Tom who said they had a total of five cases that they knew about in, what's the big city, the biggest city? Sydney? No, the other one. Melbourne. Auckland, Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. Australia. That's the biggest one. Oh, right? yeah. I'm sorry. That's New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> it's Auckland. It's all right. Melbourne. Well, they love it. Yeah. <laughs> this is New Zealand. The, the Kiwis and the, the Aussies love it when you mix up their two places. Oh, they yeah. Love they that. totally do. <laughs> Send your emails to me. That's uh, uh, I'm going to get one from Lucy from Oklahoma. I just know it. But I heard him say that. They've narrowed down five. They know where they happen and where they came from. And I was They've narrowed like, it down. I don't know if it's there or I forgot, or was it New Zealand that they narrowed it down to a doorknob? Yeah, a doorknob and a trash can handle. Yeah, for the for yeah. the two Turns cases. Out, if you if you believe in science, you can do things. Yeah, contract <laughs> tracing is awesome, dude. It's very. It cool. really is. Yeah, there was a. If you added up, I think it was Thailand, New Zealand. There was like three or four countries. You add them all up, they had something like twenty cases total, which is. You know, there was 34 cases in the White House alone. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're born in the White House and they were in those places. It's so stupid. Oh, bless. We got to be better. We have to do better. Anyway, so he goes on to say, I started working from home around the end of March and haven't been back since. Since then, I feel more connected to my colleagues. We are all distributed interstate and uh, we're using Zoom a lot. Way more productive and way happier. I suffer from social anxiety and general anxiety. So being in my own space with no commute and being able to control my social interactions, i.e. not having a random turn up at my desk to breathe on me, is great. I've also managed to land two promotions somehow during that time. My imposter syndrome is a whole other matter there. LOL. (laughs) Uh, It says also one of the lines uh, work is trotting out is that, quote, it's important for everyone's mental health to socialize, see and hang out with your work family. He rolls his eyes here in parentheses. Uh, This is literally the opposite for me, uh, as even the thought of going back is affecting my mental health. But maybe it would be good for me to step out of my safe zone. I don't know. Now we are being told to go back to work. I'm not really coping with the idea of, and then he gave me a list. Increased risk to myself and my partner of bringing back COVID to home. Number two, being pushed out of my comfortable and productive bubble. Number three, heading back to a densely packed office with people I don't really want to see. Four, just really being anxious about it all. And five, I'm uh, pretty sure if I complain too much or buck against the trend, it'll impact my career path uh, as I won't just be complying with what we're told. So says, do you have any tips, strategies, or thoughts on dealing with a return to normal when things aren't that normal? Thanks heaps. C in Australia. Well, what do we wish? Uh, Can we visit him? Yeah. What's his name? Well, let's go yeah. stay with heaps. Or I, look, if, uh, if, if we're not even allowed, if C right? doesn't want uh, even to be around his office mates. I don't think he's the one that's visiting. Right. But also, he I don't think he's Americans. Who, aren't we still right. banned? Who, who for the first time we washed our hands in March. That's when we all bought soap for the first time. <laughs> right. And, and apparently toilet paper. Where are we banned yeah, from? We're, we're banned from still banned from places, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most, most other for good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> for good reasons. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is definitely um, interesting, right? So think about, and I, I was thinking about this when I read his message of the transition initially, right? So March hits, at least in America, you know, people were on top of it earlier than us, but like stuff starts shutting down, just how it felt, and and the adjustment in expectations, and then just the other weekend we were 
standing in a, a long line to get ice cream and there's, you know, a hundred people six feet apart and everyone's got masks. And there's just this moment where I went, oh my gosh, look at us. <laughs> like, this is real. We're, yeah. Like we're assimilating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whoa, yeah. we just, we're just all wearing masks and getting ice cream. It was freezing too. That, that was extra weird. But yeah. like, you know, just a bit of the um, adjustment of reality. Maybe it's like the matrix. We've <laughs> You're getting flashes of things or something. But this idea that you adjusted in one direction and now in his case, there is some adjusting back. And I think to some extent, there are things that might be permanently different for people. Um, maybe for some companies. I know there's a lot of people who've, start to look at like, Hey, it turns out we didn't need this, or this is good for us that we do need, or, you know, there's some evaluation. And so that was actually what I would suggest that he does is he sits down and maybe get someone to do this with him, his partner or something where, where you, you sort of brainwash. That's not the word brainstorm. Thank you. That's not it. Brainwash. Brainstorm. <laughs> you, I'm so tired. You brainstorm. Um, you brainstorm ideas of like, okay, what, what do I want to keep that I've had? Because yeah. you maybe don't have to go completely back to the same grind or mentality. Like there's maybe physically you have to be there, right? Sometimes there's just no choice in that matter. But what are some of the things you really want to hang on to? Um, and it may be that you, you do request some differences, right? So maybe it's that you, you, Say, hey, you know, I'm my most productive to your boss, bosses or whatever. I'm my most productive working from home. And I'm wondering if I can do that Monday and Fridays or, you know, some version of like, go through all the things, like make your own case to yourself first, rather than the, the fear I'm not going to do it right, or they're not going to like what I say, or you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we, we get in those modes of just like, oh no, I don't Rather, think of it as a case of strength. Like, look what happened. I had two promotions. I'm the most happy and productive I've ever been. You might want to talk to people above you and say, I get it. You need me to buy coffee and sandwiches. I'll come downtown for lunch three days a week, and I'll buy all the sandwiches you guys want me to. Or some version of <laughs> what make your case for your strengths um, for yourself first and brainstorm that. And then, you know, think about extending that in your work. You can't be alone, right? Like that's another piece to this is maybe there's others who feel similarly or there's a version of somebody's like, I got to be in the office and their best work is done there. That's right. my first thought Let's is there's probably them. somebody somewhere saying exactly the same thing he is. Or like you said, they're having the exact opposite. The anxiety is right. happening now and they can't wait be, to be back in their safe place, which was their commute, which their work. office, their crowded space, yeah. their noise, right. um, which is what makes this complicated. Nobody's the same. It it's true, and I think it's sort of the age old extrovert introvert binary, which isn't exactly accurate. But that idea of like it it depletes some to be around people, and and it sounds like with this social anxiety, it's energy sucking and depleting, right? Yeah. So he's less productive. It's just the facts for him, um, and so maybe that requires having a conversation. Typically, bosses, and I don't, you know, he didn't say who his superiors are that, you know, they're like, no, get in here and let's all chat and laugh. That's really important, you know, because often what this happens in all relationships, this, this happens all the time is what works for me is I like to think that's what's going to work for everyone else. So right. I like to, 
I, I mean, I don't know if you've been bossed around on the internet before about your life choices or <laughs> anything you think or do. And it's because the other person believes they have the answer. And it's, it's this very strange thing we sort of have as humans. Like, no, you don't want to do that. You want to do it this way. Well, it's because it works for us. So if an extrovert's in charge of the company, well, there's going to be a whole lot of, we need to do trust falls and we need, <laughs> we need to hang out a lot and do some of those things. And for some people, that's exactly what they need. And for others, it's a, it's sort of torture. Mm. So recognizing you're not good, bad, or anything. It's just where, how are you thriving? And I think that's been interesting for a lot of folks to realize they really do thrive in a different setting. And then there are a lot of people who are not thriving. This is not the setting that they thrive in. So is there some future version of life that can accommodate a little both? I don't know, but I think Australia should be the place that decides and figures that out for us. Yeah, I do too. They're, they're cool. They can be the test bed for it. They're just a big prison colony the queen set up a long time ago so just you know <laughs> use the resources you I got i think they love that too yeah. they love hearing that but I, you know the idea that that the entire state of melbourne has you know two or three cases and they've traced That's where they crazy. are and they're isolated like I, I would be well it's just it's hard to say like everyone's experience is different here we had 1500 cases in salt lake county like two days ago new cases. And I'm like, Oh geez, what the frick are we yeah. doing uh, in one day? Yeah, yeah. In one day, which was not great. And Utah's never been the top of the list of terrible, uh, stuff, but we've always floated around the middle and it bugs me that we're there at all. Um, and so hearing that and then hearing what he's dealing with, obviously I go, well, man, if there are only two cases in the whole country, I'd be back in the office tomorrow. That'd be great. Right, right. That sounds like you guys are basically normal. Let's go. But that's not his, you know, he's in a different place. Like he's, He's in a he's in a place where maybe the 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 national culture is look two to five cases are too many, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's still that's that's we are failing if we have five cases, so we need to fix that. And so that's just a different mindset than over here. I feel like people are just like just herd immunity, just get in there and blow through it. And <laughs> and ironically, your old your old stomping grounds of Sweden tried that, and that didn't work out great. Um, and quick, can we just say, yeah, there has never been a case where herd immunity works on a novel virus. It only doesn't kill everyone with a vaccine. Right. Like we don't have any historical data ever that that has worked. Right. We, we, it works with the flu or other bugs because we have people like, it's not novel. Right. Right. And it's not Mm. constantly changing. It just drives me crazy. I love Sweden with my heart, but come on, you guys. Yeah, that was a weird move for them. But (laughs) they tried. They thought. I don't know. No one knew. They tried something new. You know what? In a way, it's good that that someone tried something like that so that we could all have this example to say, all right, well, that failed. So let's not ever do that. Although I'm not sure we learned. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we don't learn. We don't learn. That's not in our wheelhouse to learn from things. No. Um, but, but, it, but you're right. Like if he's, if he's still concerned, yeah, there's a, there's a different place there, but I don't read that and think of it as, I think of that as one of the elements. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'm stoked to have COVID as an excuse, not to have a social thing that I wish I didn't have to be a part of or something. Right. Like mm-hmm. there's some stuff there that I think a lot of people, I mean, I don't know. You're kind of like, Oh, I can get out of that thing. Sweet. Yeah, the, the pressure to the pressure to do things that you like. I, there are always things that like whether they be get-togethers or some sort of family thing or something where you're just like, oh, one of these. These are just so not. 
they're they're all what do they call it? the road to Ab- Abilene or whatever it is that these are oh, these yeah, are those right. moments of like we're, nobody really wants to do what we're doing but we, here we are doing it because we're right. just forcing ourselves through it. Those have been nice. We think to everybody avoid. else wants to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those have been nice to avoid. But like the common stuff or the things that just about you know normal life, like I just want to take the kids to the mall or I want to go do the eh, or whatever. Yeah. Like those things. People are tired. They are exhausted. They're sick of they're sick of waiting. Here's the problem, though. It's if when I was a kid, and if I was sick of doing the dishes, and and okay, I always had this problem where if I didn't do my chores, mom wouldn't let me get ice cream or whatever. Okay, and I was a terrible like chore getter dunner. I'd get going in it, but I get lost in it. So there's this like family legend story about me doing the dishes when I was eight, and. <laughs> I started them and it was probably 15, 20 minutes worth of dishes. Six hours later, I'm still in the kitchen and I'm making bubble shapes and sculptures and screwing around in there. So I'm not even like anything but the dishes, anything but the dishes. And so back then it would be like me going, well, why don't I get ice cream? Well, because you, you have to do the dishes first. Well, I, I want the ice cream without the job. And I feel like right now we want we want the COVID free without the work it takes to be COVID free. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's so frustrating because honestly, like imagine this 12 days where everybody in this country and I know it's 300 people and scale makes it hard. OK, I get it. If this is a house of 20 people, you could do it. But. 300, do you 400, mean 300 million, 300 million, 400 million people. Well, don't don't interrupt him. He's on a roll. He's on a roll. Did I say? Did I say three hundred people? I meant three hundred. You said three hundred people. I meant three. We do. I knew what you meant. Three hundred million. I meant three hundred million. So, if we could just get everybody to do twelve days of true actual isolation from each other, it would die and be gone. Like it's so mind-boggling to me that we can't find a way to do that, and the, and so because you you can't account for everything, and there's always outliers. Well, then contact tracing and other methods, you know, those kick in to sort of take care of your periphery. But the core thing, like that one twelve-day moment, which we've had since March, many opportunities of twelve-day moments to do this. And sure. we just keep sure. shitting the bed on all all the opportunities. Do if you we, know who could have done this? Is Sweden. Yeah, they could have done this. I, I got a, I got a, I got a pamphlet in the mail when we lived there that I kept and I will keep for life because it is so funny. It is a what to do if there's a crisis, and the very first thing it says is if someone is saying that we are going to give in and help um, the bad guys or the enemies, don't believe them. <laughs> like they they need instructions to just like. Don't don't follow. You got to uh, guys, here's the here's here's the stuff because they're just so good at like yeah, are we told to do that? We'll do that, right? And mm-hmm. not all of them, of course, but I can guarantee you if they said we're doing 12 days, they could have done it. Yeah. That would have been a great experiment. Dang it. It would have been a good New experiment. Zealand, didn't New Zealand essentially do this? They just said everybody freeze. Mm-hmm. They got rid of it. I don't know. But there the, the the way we get over here and and chat rooms like, well, there'd still be infection. I know. That's why I said there'll be outliers. There's always yeah. outliers. And you yeah. try to do the best I mean, you, you need can somebody on that to, to work. You need you need some people to work at the essential services and things like that just in case. Right. You're still gonna so have a bunch of cases. You're gonna have people that are infected. You're gonna have someone with a complicated case that took months to deal with. Like sure. Whether they're infectious or not is not even the issue here. What I'm saying is yes, all of those complications exist. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But it's if there was a concerted, true concerted effort for 12 or to 14 freaking effing days, right. we'd have it. We'd have it in the, under control is what I'm saying. I wouldn't wake up to hearing 500 or 1,500 new cases in Salt Lake City because a bunch yeah. of Utah County people got together and said, whatever, it's a hoax. It's all bullshit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but know why. My sister's wedding is uh, Saturday. I can't miss that. Yeah, like I can't miss that. like 150 people all getting together. So anyway, I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't get so irritated by it, but I just feel like, I feel like that's the trick and, yeah. and we'd be okay. Back to this dude's email though. Um, yeah, which is so far related to what we're saying. Um, okay. So I have, so, okay. The, going back to him sitting down, like, like writing out the strengths here. I think, I think there's value in just in getting it outside of him, like what he cares about, what is his value here? And he he mentioned imposter syndrome. So this may not be so easy for him to, to stop and go, you know, here's how I thrive best or right. And I, and I think, you know, when, when you have a good manager who tends to be able to see like, what is your best self and how to make sure we work to, to have that happen, that makes everything a lot easier. And maybe, maybe you do have that kind of energy. You just haven't asked. I don't know. Um, but, but get clear what you need to thrive. And it may still be required that you've, you've got to go in. Yeah. Um, and so ask if you can go in slowly. Can I come in once next week and do one day and then, you know, film yourself so you can show them how unproductive you are? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like if it was data driven, they'd have your whole company stay home if it was based on productivity. Right. Right. Um, but there is the reality of how an economy thrives and we want to help local businesses and we want to make sure others are doing okay. And so there is, you know, what does that look like? You can be creative here. I think we're, we've been very used to certain ways the world works and then it stopped and now it's, Lots of other weird things have happened and, you know, it's anybody's <laughs> game who wants to invent the next version of reality. It's fine. What is your version for you? And, and I mean, I just really encourage you to, to take some an, control or initiative of like what is best for you. Um, it sounds like they like you. Sounds like things have gone really well. I mean, you, you can make a pretty good case. It'd be one thing if you said, I'm not coming in. And I haven't done any work since I've been sitting home, right? Obviously, you're that's not in that position. Yeah, you're in a different. good one. Sure. So utilize it, maybe. He says he's had some of the most productive time, you know, working, being at home yeah. and working. And I'm sure there are other people yeah. in that same boat, which, you know, so their perspective is going to put them in a place where they're going to want to argue for more of this. Like, let's have, let's let's yeah. be remote work in general. We'll save money. We'll blah, blah, blah. But then you've got businesses. I deal with so many people in the games industry. They're suffering right now from this. Not because they can't get the work done, not because they can't do stuff. It's the missing creative collaboration aspect cannot be du- replicated just with a little screen on your computer that says, hey, there's mm-hmm. what's his name sitting in his chair. It just isn't the same that you can be able to run over to his cubicle, plop down on the chair backwards and go, dude, what if we did this and, blah, 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 and then test it out right there? And then, oh, that actually works. All right, get, get Arden in here. See if that's a problem. And blah, blah, blah. Like all of that kind of collaboration kind of goes out the window. For work like his, maybe it doesn't. And so it's probably more frustrating for him to think, well, I'm not actually going to gain anything by going in there. In fact, if anything, I'll lose something because I'll be distracted. I don't want to talk to people. Eh. So his his own personal, right. um, you know, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? It's, I, the right word's not going to come out, and that'll be bad. But his 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 needs emotionally, like you know, I'm as someone who suffers from a little bit of that anxiety, I know how he feels, and so he's basically being asked to to do something that's not as good as what he's doing now, and that's yeah. hard, man. I don't like yeah. I don't know what you say to people because there are going to be others in his same office that are like, finally we're back. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Hey, everyone, we're in Australia working together again. Like, they're stoked, right? But he's not. And I feel feel bad for him. That's not a knife in your American accent. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a second. It's not a work from home situation. This is a work from home situation. (laughs) Well, and I I think there, there is the, you know, confidence has been built for him. And that's awesome. And, and of course, he's afraid that that will be jeopardized by going back, right? Like, you know, I think there's, you know, you're in high school and you think, oh, this is it. and then you leave and you're like, oh, such a better person, happier. And like, you don't ever want to go back, right? There's development, there's growth, there's changing. And, you know, so let's honor it rather than, you know, shove yourself back in that box. I can, I can, I get the fear, but maybe this is a chance if they promoted you twice sure they could figure you out if you have a suggestion of maybe there's a more flexible situation. Maybe you come in on Wednesdays and that's when all the face-to-face collaborative meetings happen or whatever it might be. Um, you know, I, I think people's minds have changed about a lot of things and they're a little more open to differences than they probably ever have been. Yeah. So you got to take a, take a risk here. Um, but first get pretty clear what, what it is you need and value and, you know, sort of what helps you thrive because, and, and talk about in those terms, I thrive like this. I recognize I need to, you know, probably be in the office for this. I'm going to buy 20 sandwiches every time I come into town, (laughs) you know, whatever, whatever you got to do to sort of make your own case and advocate for yourself. This is hard generally, right? Like advocating for yourself, Everybody's got a voice in their head that's like, come on now, you're going to get fired. Or, you know, who do you think you are? Or, well, then they're going to really see that you're not worth all that stuff. You just, that voice is going to be there. So what you could do is get another piece of paper, write all that commentary down and say, thank you and keep going. Yeah. Um, because it, it's, it's there to protect you. It's there to say, okay, don't stick your neck out. You're going to get hurt. Um, and it's usually wrong, but that's why it's there. It's there to try to make sure that you're okay. Um, and you can thank it for that and say, all right, thanks. Step back a little bit. I got some work to do. You'd be amazed if you just give that voice a little listen and, and then ask it to calm down. You would, you'll be surprised at how quiet it it can become and you can do other things. Because it really, think of it as like a friend that just shows up to be like, oh, dude, you can't jump off that cliff. That's terrifying. Like, you're going to die. And you're like, hey, thanks. Uh, It's not really a cliff. It's just a curb. And (laughs) it's going to be fine. Um, But I appreciate you caring about me. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's it's weird. It's how it works. You know what? That's funny. Because just today, Brian was talking about taking his own stitches out today. And Mm -hmm. there was this weird thing happening in the chat room where... He cut his hand with a, a really sharp knife two two weeks ago. Long, yeah, long story. So it's a long yeah. story, but um, anyway, he's got three stitches. They got to come out, and he's either go to the doctor where they're way behind on everything, and it's like two weeks out for an appointment, or let's just do this here. And he's got an aunt who's a nurse, and so you know he can deal with it. 
So that's the background on it. But in the chat room, it was really funny because some people were like, ah, you're fine. I've done this a million times. Just take them out. And there are other people mm-hmm. going, oh my gosh, be careful. You don't want the risk of right. you need to Go to a doctor, Brian. Go to a doctor. Yeah, go and have to a doctor. Go to a, a true <laughs> professional. So there's like that. That sounds like the guy saying, don't jump off the cliff when really the guy, the guy sees it as a curb. Um, yep. And this happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I've got allergies right now and the smoke we had in the valley for a while, which by the way is thankfully clear. It's so nice right now. Um, but it was really getting to me in my throat. It was making me cough. Every time I cough, if we were doing anything live, chat room's like, go get a test. Get a test. <laughs> right. I'm yes. like, I, and, and it's a tricky, we're in a tricky space because it used to be if you got a cold, you're like, ugh, feeling under the weather. I think I'm getting something. That sucks. Anyway, see you tomorrow, Brian. Like, it's no big deal. But now you kind of right. have to go, <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what if that was a, you know, so then they let the paranoia in a little bit. And, uh, as somebody once famously said, and I don't know who said it, but I love this joke. Uh, used to have to cough to cover a fart. Now you have to fart to cover a cough. So you have that whole thing in public, right? So if you go out, <laughs> you go out to a park and you go, <coughs> people look at you. So now you got to fart really loud. Yeah, it was a fart. Yeah, it's just a fart. Everything's fine. I fart through my mouth. Don't worry about it. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. Or but. you like a hork a popcorn kernel or something, and you're just like writing on a you're coughing and you're writing on a quick uh, clipboard you carry around it's a popcorn kernel yeah. it's not <laughs> but the handwriting's so bad that because you're you're coughing <laughs> while you do it that they're just like what does that say the the, the pea corn is the is uh you're choking on what and like they don't get it she has COVID. Run. <laughs> yeah anyway uh well i hope this helps and i think he's probably gonna do great i mean also wouldn't it help a little bit just to think back to what things were like before march unless they were terrible for, for him and he doesn't really say, um, but you know, to think back to when things were a little bit norm, more normal for him, this was just the way it was, you know? So it's not like you can, you haven't done this before. You can do it again. Um, maybe that's too simple. I don't know, but it seems like that would help me. If, I think uh, that's true. I, I think that's true. Also recognizing like, um, again, some of those voices in our head don't grow up. Yeah. Um, but you do. And that's always fascinating, right? Like you've, you've grown, you've got become more productive, you've gotten promoted, your work has been noticed, like you're having a good time, like life is good. Yeah. But the voice in there that just goes, oh, don't say anything weird because people will think you're an idiot is still 14. Um, mm-hmm. And so recognizing like we got to strengthen the understanding of like, the good stuff that's going on. And I think sometimes that's tricky, especially when people have had some maybe traumatic experiences as children or um, often you'll hear this when parents, um, kids who had parents divorced when they were at particular ages will just always feel like the other shoe's going to drop. Like, okay, this good thing's happening, but there's no way that's going to last. And so they're just kind of always prepared for that. I recommend you call a therapist and work that out because it can be resolved that feeling um, and, and it, it really is like the friend jumping in to try to save you. Like, don't, don't get comfortable because at any minute your parents are going to sit you down and tell you it's over and you will have not seen it coming. So never expect good things, um, to not come with some bad things suddenly without you knowing. Right. Yeah. So we have our whole, our, our histories wrapped in many stories like that or whatever versions of, of that kind of thing are. And so we got a lot of people working in our heads to try to keep us from getting hurt. Yeah. And so they may say, oh, don't get too excited about your promotion yeah. <laughs> or 
you're not even, they don't, they mix you up with someone else. You shouldn't even have this promotion, whatever those stories are, you know, you can listen to them for a second and recognize they're not you, um, that they're there to help. You say, thank you. And, you know, buy your subway when you're down in town <laughs> once on a Wednesday. Oh, I, I hope they don't have subway there. They probably do, but maybe. Please yeah, don't. Subway, that subway is, is the, grossest. the Subway is the, uh, the food chain that has the most restaurants in the world. Are they really? Oh, wow. Yeah, more than McDonald's, more than any other place. And so, they're the, and they're the one restaurant. <laughs> sure, where... there are a thousand in, in Australia. Yeah, so there's the one restaurant. I, when we were in Sweden, we lived on the cutest town, little street above their main street. It was all cobblestone, and there was a friggin' subway underneath <laughs> our apartment. <laughs> well, look, making you, sugar bread. <laughs> yeah, if you ever need a, a BMT, you know right where to go. But um, they is watching that? people build my sandwich is a thing I forgot what looks like that hasn't happened in a long oh, yeah. time yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know if I lots wanna... of things there's there's lots of things there's lots of things that i'm not gonna miss and then there's some things that you know i could barely understand them when they didn't have mass on when they would say do you want provolone or whatever like i don't even understand it then now i gotta hear a guy go <laughs> like i'm not going back there for a while it's not happening <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, good stuff as always. Sorry, sorry we turned this into an anti-subway no, campaign. No, it's fine. Sorry, it's fine. It's just we're all a little tired of it. And I'm mm-hmm. a little salty. And winter's week, anyway. coming. Oh, we're supposed to talk about self-care. Dang it. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, that's right. We need Somebody. to do that. Somebody, next week, we should do um, that thing you talked about last week, which was. Yeah, uh, listen, we're not going to accept any emails unless they're about a self-care question. Yeah. Okay? Don't trick us because yeah, we are tired us again. and we will forget. That's right. Self-care. We want self-care questions. Uh, and then we'll turn it into a big self-care thing as winter approaches because uh, you need to do that while you get ready to hibernate a little bit. Um, as if we haven't been doing that since March. All right. Uh, Wendy, it's great to talk to you as always, uh, check out realsteps.org and, uh, get signed up for all the future goings on. Um, next wave of stuff coming soon. And, uh, anything else you want to mention about that or just, uh, wash your hands, Scott, and just, you don't go outside. That'd be good. I'll stay here. I'm fine. I can work here. (laughs) yeah you always have yeah i always (laughs) have so i'm fine i'm built for this and i'm telling you there's a whole generation of people who who were just who could do the dishes for six hours and actually enjoy themselves but not actually do the dishes that's me like i can do that with anything even as an adult if someone says oh shoot everything's shut down we have to stay here for the next 30 hours some people freak out i go i got stuff i can do that's good (laughs) i'm fine I'm totally fine. And I can be on my own for for six hours. In fact, I love being out. I love being by myself. I love it. I love it. I don't hear, I don't hear a bunch of uh, FOMO in my head about anything. I just, I'm fine. So don't worry about me. (laughs) I'm totally fine. fine. This guy in Australia will worry about you. Yeah, we'll worry about you. We'll collectively worry about you. Uh, Wendy, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next Thursday. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, Brian. It's come right, to this, Scott. Brian. It's come to this. What does it come to? What, what, it's come what, to the what, end what, of the show. Where are we at? What are we doing? What are we doing here? There's this email from Brock. I got to read. Uh, it says this. It says fandom car picking from episode 2000 and uh, 2003. By the way, 2000 today is 2006. Let's oh, celebrate yeah. the we launch. We didn't even talk about. Uh, yeah. Let's celebrate the launch of the Wii this year. How about that? Or this episode? The Wii. That's the year the Wii came out. And and uh, and the music still staying with us forever. The music evergreen. 
the games, maybe not so much. Yeah, but the music's still with us. In fact, take a moment with me, folks, and enjoy this moment of this. Here we go. Uh, yes, you're playing Wii Sports, are you? Ah, well, hop in. Let's let's bowl. Let's play tennis. Oh, you don't want to do? You want to buy something? Oh, let's go to the store. Let's hang out in the Wii shop. Ah, uh, yeah. See, that's a great place to be. I like it. Anyway, it is, uh, it is like a smooth, like a like a soothing, warm bath of music. Love that's it. right. It's pretty good. Anyway, uh, he says, "Good morning, Scott and Brian. If the cars listed had their powers, he's talking about the Back to the Future car, yes, Mad Max the, car. The choose the vehicle. The keys are in the ignition. Which one do you take? Right. Uh, he says the Back to the Future car would win for many reasons. If there wasn't any rules on going back to where you picked uh, with a sorry, going back to when you picked with a car full of people to get the other cars. Right." I don't think I understand. So in other words, if, if the back to the future car was, had its powers as in fictional time travel powers, you could actually go, you could get, pick that car and then go back in time and pick all the other cars and bring them back. (laughs) He's right. Okay. Now I get it. Although I don't know how you bring them back to the future because you can't fit them into the DeLorean, but uh, I guess you, you, and that uh, can't tow them. They can't like tow at 88.9 miles an hour or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Could you tow a car? Well, mm. the so yeah, you could go back and, and then get the other cars, but you just, yeah. Uh, well, then it says, I, get, I get what he's saying. Yes. Yeah. It's possible you could go hide them somewhere or something and then get them later right. in the future. Right. 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 Yes. Just like you did. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that makes sense. So then he says you could have a fleet of cars, and the deal uh, with those people could be that you're uh, they're yours, uh, but you get to drive them when you uh, when needed for big team missions. So many unnecessary apostrophes in that sentence. That really threw me. <laughs> that sentence threw me. That's from Brock and Kalamazoo. Brock, thank you for yes. thank you, an Brock. Email. Um, that's it. Patreon.com slash TMS. We want to support this stuff. And uh, tomorrow we'll do a PM edition, 3.30 Mountain Time. Dan Dan, the tabletop man, will be with us, I believe. I'll verify today. And uh, we'll have some fun uh, with the patrons. But you can only get it if you're a patron. And there'll be a post on the Patreon page when that goes live. So if you want that, uh, you got to throw us a buck a month at a minimum. And it's no big deal. Piece of cake. Mm-hmm. What's a dollar? Exactly. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come what are you on. waiting for? Patreon.com slash cheapest thing, cheapest entertainment you can get. That's right. Well, honestly, we really is. We screwed yeah. up so bad on this. <laughs> so please take advantage of us. All right. Just get in there and do it. A, a dollar for what? 18 hours of stuff a month. It's just insane. So anyway, right. uh, go do that. And we'd love it if you did, if you haven't already. Frogpants.com slash DMS for everything else. Brian's play a song. Okay, I already kind of told everybody about this song earlier. I'm going to tell you all again. Rosie is the name of the band. They're from uh, Texas, uh, made up of sisters Zoe and Molly. Zoe on vocals and guitar, Molly on drums. They sound awesome. Uh, picked up uh, their instruments at a very young age, taught themselves how to play, and I think we're all cut up to where I left off before I switched <laughs> to our actual Indian in the middle. Um, by the way, you can find out more about them at rosieofficial, R-O-Z-Y official.com. Nice. This is uh, the first release from the band. Uh, they released a single with this and another song on it. This is great. It's a cover of Nirvana's Come As You Are. This one is going out to listener Anna H., who says, I want to do something special for my husband's birthday this year. Since we have to deal with COVID, etc., my plans for this year have been derailed. I'm hoping that this will make up for it. Tyler, who goes by Tyros X7, is such an amazing guy. He's been, we've had him on the show for, um, for uh, Babel Royale, I think. I know he's uh, a frequent fixture in the uh, um, in the tadpole in the chat room 
Uh, he's been my best friend and one of the best dads I've ever seen. It's safe to say that he has saved my life in more ways uh, than one over the years. And I'm constantly trying to show him how much I appreciate him. He's turning 46 and he keeps saying he's old. He's not. His birthday is uh, tomorrow, October 16th. Tyler and I are longtime listeners. Yeah. Started with Extra Life Radio back in the day and fans of all things Frog Pants. We've attended all the Nerdtacular events except for the first one or two. And we love you guys. If you could play him a song, that would be fantastic. Huh. Uh, leave the selection up to you. Hence why I'm picking Rosie. Uh, thanks in advance. Anna H. Gamer Girl Anna. Well, Anna and Tyler, we love you guys too. And uh, uh, it was always a treat seeing you guys at Nerdtacular. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys again at the next one. This one goes out to him. Uh, and really, the two of you, it's Rosie with Come As You Are. Come as you are, as you were, as I want you to be, as a friend, as a friend. As an old memory Take your time, hurry up The choice is yours, don't be late Take a rest as a friend As an old memory Come down tonight, shout to bleach As I want you to be As a trend as a friend, as an old memory, yeah. memory, yeah. memory, yeah. memory, yeah. and I swear that I don't have a gun. No, I don't have a gun. No, I. Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I like fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.